Hello, everyone. Welcome to New Revision, a short weekly show where we talk about work, life, and technology. I'm your host, Thomas Lattimore. Hope everyone's doing wonderful today. Today, I'm going to be talking about apps that I use to stay productive throughout my daily work. And I'm going to only focus today on apps for uh, Mac and not going to delve into any mobile stuff. And there is some overlap uh, if you are on Linux or Windows. There are alternatives to the various applications that I'm going to mention today. So uh, I'm not going to get into all the alternatives, but I want to just focus on a few different applications that are crucial to my daily workflow of getting things done throughout my daily work. And the first and one of the most important applications for that is OmniFocus. If you're not familiar with it, OmniFocus is a uh, to-do app, which are really popular. If you search the app store, there's dozens and dozens and dozens of to-do and checklist-related apps. And OmniFocus is one that's been around for a really long time. And it is a little complex, especially when you uh, put it up against a lot of the others, even um, the one that ships with uh, Mac by default from Apple which is the Reminders app. OmniFocus is a lot more complex than that. Um, the way that it divides things up into contexts and projects follows the uh, getting things done methodology for anyone who's familiar with that book. Uh, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. If you're not familiar with it, and OmniFocus tries to follow uh, the methodology that he lays out in that book for how you divide up the tasks that you need to get done. And I have tried switching away from it a few times in the last, uh, I'd say, two, three years and uh, end up just keep coming back to it because it offers a lot of features that I like, being able to create custom views and the way that you can flag stuff. So the way that I actually use it in my day-to-day is I use due dates for uh, tasks as things that are actually due that day, meaning not the stuff that I'd want to get done, but the things that either there's there's going to be an action that needs to be taken if I don't get that thing completed. So, for instance, if there's a piece of work that needs to be uh, sent off to someone else and I don't complete it, I need to notify that person before uh, the end of the day as to why it's not done versus things that I um, just want to get done, things that are part of my schedule, the things that I'd like to get done to maybe accomplish uh, goals for the next, for the following days. I use flags and uh, OmniFocus has a deferred uh, field available for all items. I use uh, flags and, and a combination of combination of flags and deferred for things that I would like to get done each day but aren't necessarily due that day. And it's these few things that have uh, just brought me brought me back to OmniFocus several times. And I don't know if I'll end up switching away from it, trying to at least again in the future. But uh, for now, it is uh, my go-to uh, day-to-day uh, task. 
task <clears throat> uh, checkbox app. <laughs> um, and I've even tried going to pen and paper in the past for a few times because I'm really nerdy when it comes to pen stuff. And I, I hope to do an episode again on that in the future on, on the pen related things because it's something that I've really enjoyed getting into the past, getting into uh, more a quality paper and uh, different types of pens and fountain pens and stuff and tried to manage my task for a while using that but what I didn't like about that is uh, I couldn't easily move tasks between pieces of paper for the day so I'd I'd write a piece write uh, all my goals that I need to get done for the day on a piece of paper and and had a system of things that had for marking things that had to be done and the things that were really important versus not. And then you you end up with several pieces of paper with, with tasks that weren't done that day. And it just, I didn't enjoy it. I still, still use paper a lot in my day to day, especially when it comes to brainstorming different things, but a uh, pen and paper just didn't work for me for uh, task management kind of stuff. And uh, the next app that I want to talk about that I really enjoyed that a coworker put me on to uh, years ago is called Break Time. Break Time allows you to set a timer that will automatically, uh, it doesn't lock your screen, but it puts kind of this filter over it and doesn't allow you to click on anything on your screen until you dismiss uh, the break time window. What this forces me to do is take breaks on a given schedule and I have it set to currently take a break every uh, 25 minutes for two minutes so that's every every 25 minutes goes by and uh, break time pops up puts a filter over my screen for two minutes and that forces me to uh, a uh, just take a, a mental break and b also take a break from the screen so I try and look away, even step back from my desk if possible for a minute or two and just give my eyes some uh, relief from be- being forced to focus on a screen for an extended period of time. And it's uh, it's been very helpful for uh, my, my overall productivity and um, my my health, I think. I do struggle with uh, I fatigue a lot, especially on days where I work really long, really long hours and having an app that can help me stay on a, a schedule of, of, uh, taking breaks is really helpful. And, uh, it, there's been some, uh, I don't know if actual studies is the right word, but for anyone who's familiar with the Pomodoro method, which is a specific schedule that is supposed to um, help with uh, um, overall productivity, and it breaks things into to hour chunks for for tasks. So you plan out what you're going to do for an hour, and it has these specific breaks. And I can't remember off the top of my head what the the different ones are. Again, I'll link that in the show notes. And and that's another thing that to look into if maybe break, the break time app isn't your thing. There's lots of these Pomodoro timers out there. I didn't like the Pomodoro timer apps that were available because I didn't. Like being forced into a given time box and, and not having good control over that, and then if you get off schedule, that a lot of them start to 
throw uh, alerts and stuff at different time frames. It just didn't just didn't work for me. But I do believe that the uh, hypothesis that um, the Pomodoro method puts forward of taking breaks is actually helpful towards uh, getting your your tasks accomplished is accurate. And uh, another app that I use to stay productive and and this is this is one that's really crucial for me when I've maybe on day I have days that uh, I'm less motivated to get things done or I'm having a lot of trouble with procrastinating or putting things off self-control app that's uh, self self-control I believe it's all one word uh, allows you to block certain uh, websites. What it does behind the scenes is it actually uses OS, uh, not OS 10 anymore, uh, Mac OS firewall rules to block uh, different domain names. So I use it to block Reddit and YouTube and uh, different uh, social media sites and all that uh, when I want to stay productive during the day. And I'll, I'll run it most days. Sometimes I forget to turn it on and if I get through the day and I've had a productive day uh, and I haven't turned it on, that's great. I don't turn it on religiously, but uh, especially on days that I'm having trouble really focusing in on the tasks I need to get done, super helpful to be able to turn that thing off and to turn that thing on, I mean, and, and um, block those, those various websites that uh, can be real rabbit holes and time sucks. Uh, then the next thing that uh, helps me stay productive throughout my day is Alfred. And I try as best as I can, Just this is just an aside, to not leave my keyboard for anything I need to get done. I do uh, web development as a day job, so I spend a lot of time typing in the text editor, and I really like uh, being able to launch different applications and perform different tasks all from my keyboard and Alfred uh, is one way to do that. You can have all sorts of different applications. So I've got, uh, or there, Alfred calls them workflows, excuse me. Uh, you can do math in Alfred. You can start and stop timers. And there's, there's this uh, pretty large community of people that create and submit workflows for it. And super handy thing to launch applications and then also perform just just various miscellaneous tasks all from the keyboard. And uh, sort of uh, to tie into that theme of not leaving the keyboard, um, I'm going to close out this episode with talking about not one application, but a suite of applications that I find really help me in my day-to-day that I really enjoy using, and that's uh, CLI-related tools. I do all of my work in uh, Vim, so I uh, all the code I write is all in Vim, and I know that's not for everyone, and I've switched away from it and then switched back to it several times, and I just really enjoy it, again, because it allows me to do everything I need to do from the keyboard it's really fast, lightweight, has a lot of extensions available for it, really customizable, configurable. And uh, yeah, I just really enjoy it. And 
uh, every project I work on, I work on inside of Tmux sessions. And uh, Tmux allows you to create these uh, sessions that are split up into windows and then panes within those windows. And you can run various command line related tasks and have Vim also running inside the same window. And it's really nice to have Vim set up side by side with a maybe uh, just a basic command prompt or a task that's running on the command line. Again, not having to leave my keyboard for all this. But one point I want to make there is maybe you're not a command line person and you don't want to open a terminal to do anything, is really learn the keyboard shortcuts of the applications you have to use to get your work done. Maybe that's Photoshop or Visual Studio Code or even you know Chrome or Safari. Uh, really is handy to be able to do all the things you need to do from the keyboard and develop muscle memory over time and not have to to pop back and forth between the mouse and the keyboard to get what you need done. In the future, I hope to dig more into OmniFocus and and GTD and how I um, plan out what I need to get done for each day. But for now, I think this is a good place to end the episode.